Okay, good morning. Today is Wednesday, October 11, 2023, class uh, 16 of the uh, Earth Cosmology or Cosmology ET Earth History uh, timeline that uh, Lawrence Manzo put together from my timeline from the raw material. I apologize in advance for audio problems and internet problems. I'm traveling, and so that's what happens. I'm outside because the signal, Wi-Fi signal is lousy inside, and outside means uh, action and noise. So hope for the best. Uh, it's <clears throat> also uh, note, noted, of course, uh, what's happening in Israel, Gaza, and... Well, unfortunately, I expect that to escalate um, significantly um, before it settles down. And my thoughts, I don't want to get into it too long here, but it dovetails with some of the material from today about the end of Atlantis in terms of the perspective of the beings in play at that time, similar to today, Ra, other confederation members trying to be of service, being naive, and finding that what they uh, intended was perverted in the consequences of their uh, naive uh, service activities towards the end of Atlantis. And today, too, how would you help you know humanity today? And you can see, I can see, in some of the discussion we'll get into today, how Ra and some clearly naive confederation groups, Sixth Density, I guess, uh, saw a calling for help, uh, made a plan to come in and help, and yet that help was then fully co-opted or perverted or turned into its antithesis, their words, uh, where even had they helped, they're helping a few people in suffering in a negatively oriented social complex or a phase of the social complex evolution at Atlantis um, where negative was in control. So you can do first aid, you know, love in the bomb shelter, my essay after 911. You can do that, um, but the bombing continues. Or uh, you can help the people suffering Um, But if it's (laughs) given by technology, then those causing the suffering will likely co-opt and take that technology or those gifts um, and use them to do more harm, to aggrandize more power. And so it's really quite futile, you know, (laughs) and and, uh, I'm sure uh, they accept that this is a logoic plan and the chairman you know, has a plan here, and what? It's all going according to plan? Well, according to the plan of free will, with a certain degree of veiling in mind, and a certain selection of entities for population in the cycle of third density on the planet today, that's the Logoic plan. Uh, Logoic plan um, leads to... um, you know, a crack-up boom. <laughs> okay. 
So logoic plan leads to a crack-up boom because the souls, there are too many negatives and not enough um, uh, adequate positivity to counteract or turn it around. And so the negatives have their uh, free, free reign. And um, that was the case at the end of Atlantis, as it is just simply the, case, the same case today. Okay. Well, how do you help? <clears throat> well, you can help a little bit, but if you give anything significant, technologically or magically or with intelligent information, as they said, it'll be robbed and co-opted and used to further the harm that they came in to uh, alleviate. Okay. So that's all in accord with the plan. So, I don't know. It's a little strange, the whole thing, to me. Um, I'll probably... We'll figure it out better after we get out of here. So, um, to review page 47, where the new material at the bottom of the page starts in the section Atlantis Lifespan 70 to 140. Uh, before that, just a couple of things that I found interesting, which we went over before. 22:25, Don was asking, what, what are the conditions necessary for direct visitation of positive confederation groups? And Ra was saying there are two, <clears throat> two conditions. Calling of a group of people whose square overcame the integrated resistance of those unwilling to search or learn. And the second requirement, relative naivete of those members of the Confederation who felt that direct transfer of information would necessarily be as helpful for Atlanteans as it had been for the Confederation entity, meaning the members of the Confederation who were making such assistance at that time. Okay? And Ra said, we remind you that we're one of the naive members of the Confederation, still attempting to recoup the damage for which we feel responsibility. <clears throat> well, that, that may go on for the entirety of the um, Orion parasitization of 3D planets. <laughs> so, that, that, that is not a great uh, job uh, to have to recoup damage. How so? It's all very esoteric and karmic and metaphysical. I can't explain. I don't know. But... Uh, they say, it's our duty as well as our honor to continue with your peoples. Which peoples? <laughs> the peoples here on the planet now? Okay, what about in their future? Well, <laughs> continue with your peoples, therefore, until all traces of the distortions of our teach learnings have been embraced by their opposite distortions and balance achieved. <clears throat> Sounds good. Um, that will have to go on to the next set of planets. Will it be to the next set of 3D planets to which various consciousness, you know, fractions, portions, uh, bands of consciousness development, souls of certain level of development, going to certain 3D souls after this harvest or after this cycle ends? Ra and other confederation members will be helping them too, yes. For how long? <laughs> I don't know. <clears throat> uh a uh, long time. So, this is the problem with um, ignorant intervention. Um, it puts the uh, intervener on the hook for a while to basically uh, keep continue their thing, uh, continue being of service. Now, a wheelbarrow is coming through.
that's the wheelbarrow, if you can hear the sound of metal and rubber wheel bouncing. So <clears throat> it, 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 they've given themselves uh, quite a significant responsibility uh, because these souls will uh, be reincarnating for a third, in third density for a long time, potentially. So that's something to consider. Uh, then, basically, Don summarizes it at 2227, says, we have a condition where a large enough number of the entities of Atlantis had started at least going in the direction of the Law of One and living the Law of One, meaning positively oriented development to be for their call to be heard by the Confederation. The call was heard because, using the law of squares, it overrode the opposition of the Atlantean entities that were not calling. So, again, with today, I don't really think, I mean, I guess if planetary conditions get very uncomfortable, then maybe, indeed, um, more people will be calling. Uh, where the uh, integrated resistance uh, doesn't win the day, but rather the calling that gets a response. But it, again, you know, if you have hardcore negatively oriented 3D souls, they should be expected to continue to do their thing and get better at it. They negative, positive, oriented souls improve. Non-oriented souls um, may or may not even get oriented. So, oriented souls, meaning uh, positively, negatively oriented, those that have a clear sense of uh, personal values, moral values, you know, love and unity, or control and separation, separation and control for power, or acceptance and honesty for balance and the good of all. Those are the choices. Those are the two paths. Those are two sets of values. That's orientation. The oriented evolve, the disoriented, non-oriented have yet to orient, to kind of, you know, put their ducks in a row and uh, lead them on the positive or negative path. Okay? So, <clears throat> uh, I don't think... I, I, I can't imagine... Um, any kind of renaissance in this world uh, until um, a massive collapse or major change that will be difficult. So, in any case, let's jump into the new material, page 47, bottom, Atlantis lifespan, 70 to 140 years. 2228, Don asks, what was the, or he goes to, the only question I'm going to ask that I can think of was, could you give me the average lifespan of the Atlantean population? Ross said the average lifespan, as we've said, is misleading. The Atlanteans were, in the early part of their cultural experience, used to lifespans from 70 to 140 years, this being, of course, approximate. Due to increasing desire for power, the lifetime, the lifetime or lifespan decreased rapidly in the later stages of the civilization, and thus the healing and rejuvenating information was requested. So, love in the bomb shelter. Please bring us healing and rejuvenating information. They requested, uh, they received, 
some part of that was totally co-opted. But I mean, uh, this too shall pass. So presumably from the big perspective, uh, all this uh, pointless misery is um, pointedly purposeful. Not pointless, I guess, uh, because souls are being given opportunity to learn on their two paths, but it's back to Jesus, the parable of the tares, the wheat and the tares, the, the, the wheat, the good grain, and the darnel, poison, intoxicant, bad seed. Uh, they're put together for their own good. And it seems that, that that juxtaposition or that integration of good and bad seed in the same field of the current 3D cycle um, was deemed by uh, <laughs> upstairs, the council, <clears throat> uh, following Logoic guidance, to be uh, necessary or valuable or optimal, ideal or better, than not for the souls here. Both sides, positive and negative. I have mosquitoes also attacking me. Hopefully, when there are enough dead mosquitoes on the ground, some of them, their sisters will smell it and move away. So I'm not at the level of Webu Sayadaw with uh, sitting peacefully in a hut full of mosquitoes. But, so, okay, <clears throat> you've got uh, uh, a whole lot of suffering <clears throat> and call and response in a situation where the very uh, incarnative, the, the very soul arrangement, the very metaphysical arrangement of particular souls with con consciousness group souls on the planet makes it such that <clears throat> there can't be any um, redemption to the collective, right? The, co the, the collective is ir uh, irredeemable, as I said. Collectivity is irredeemable. <clears throat> Collectivity, the collective emancipation, is impossible, seems to me. So that's what we got the impossibility of collective redemption or <clears throat> um, enlightenment uh, until the mix of souls changes after dimensional shift, it seems to me. I can't imagine how it would be um, otherwise unless you have this idea. Uh, some people have said Jim McCarty, and I think Carla may have had this view, that Harvest occurs by the gradual non-reincarnation non of 3D souls. Over <clears throat> hundreds of years or something, uh, the only souls that eventually are born will be only 4D double-bodied or 4D wanderers. 4D positive or those that can handle 4D. And that's when 4D begins formally when the last what? When the last 3D soul has died at age... 74 or 102. That I don't think that's the case, frankly. <clears throat> I think there will be some kind of metaphysical event, not a physical event, because a dimensional shift is a metaphysical event itself. I think it'll be heralded or initiated or in, uh, the inception of which shall be some kind of solar 
energy event. I, I really think it'll go like that. But that will be after any kind of World War Three or whatever humanity does to itself down here. Uh, and so it's a kind of funny, it's like, um, it's like helping them sleep more comfortably. It's basically helping them live in a, <clears throat> uh, an oppressive civilization more comfortably until they die. And then they'll be reborn, you know, in a higher sphere. But uh, doing penance on planet Earth. <laughs> Uh, the redemption of humanity um, perhaps is um, earned by simply doing our best, I mean doing their best, or we're talking about 3D souls that haven't, non-oriented or inadequately oriented, inadequately positive. They earn their stripes or they earn their positive polarization by uh, enduring Till the end of their incarnations, um, this uh, assault-based uh, negative leadership civilization, uh, and thus endure to the end means keep the heart open and uh, continue green, blue, and go and live in love, wisdom, balance, learning, growing, helping <clears throat> um, until they, you know, die off from this world and go to a better place. Maybe that's what this cycle is all about. Uh, the interaction of the wheat and the tares is certainly stimulating for both, and the hope is that the good seed will improve themselves uh, by a certain no win or or inescapability. You know, no exit. Right, waiting for Godot, no exit. This is a no exit situation, in a sense, for the three D natives. The, the exit, you know, you, you liberation at death, moderate liberation, depending on their efforts. So anyway, maybe those thoughts are not quite coherent, but um, there is a certain kind of um, unwinnability here. And you'll see it uh, that, that, you know, sending food to a sinking ship uh, the Last Supper for a Dying Man, uh, triage, or helping them sleep more comfortably, or hospice work, <laughs> planetary hospice. So, But there's something a little <laughs> funny about bringing love light into prison, where there'll be no hope of getting out of prison, but by death. If, I mean, I don't think this planet is totally controlled by negatives. Not at all. It's just the human, the horizontal is. The horizontal, not the vertical, not the spherical, but the planar, the three-dimensional. Uh, the control of the negatives is quite strong and has been right since Atlantean times. So this is very appropriate. We're talking about the fall of Atlantis because, hey, hey, um, uh, the major Martian outpost in the Middle East is um, ready to burst and uh, associates to the whole of uh, geopolitical conflict east-west, north-south so and it's a it's a kind of it, it's, it's a situation that wasn't um, it's a transitional 
cycle, as I said. The, the purpose of this cycle on this planet is um, associated with um, uh, helping groups that are inadequately polarized get more polarized by a sort of um, uh, death struggle, a, a kind of perma-death struggle. <laughs> Not that necessarily going to death, but that the positive positive goes positive, negative goes negative, and they're still in the same world, and the, the neither can achieve full control or or full ability to to turn the planet wholly positive or negative, and they just go through their time here, suffer, learn a little bit, hopefully, polarize a bit, hopefully, and if they've done sufficiently, they don't have to come back to such a such a mess of misorientation, disorientation, disintegration, disunity in the collective. They'll go to a more unified, harmonized, singly-oriented collective, positive or negative. Um, or they're going to get smashed and go down you know, to a, a much more chaotic world in the future. Okay, <laughs> something to think about. Page uh, 48. 11,000 BP, Ra group visited in craft. This is the first walking among. Actually, it's the only walking among. <laughs> Ra said, we have walked among you only at that time. 14.5 uh, explains uh, 6.22. Question, answer, 6.22. Don asked, how many years ago in your past did you use the bell-shaped craft to come here? Well... Ross said, we visited your peoples 18,000 of your years ago and then did not land. Nice bird. And again, 11,000 years ago. These kind of birds are tropical. So, okay, they landed 11,000 years ago. And Lawrence uh, puts the text now to 14.4, session 14. Ross said, and there's some number problems and it's a little bit all over the place because first they give some overviews and then you have to back up to get into the detail and then some things are left out I have to go back again okay <laughs> 14.4 Ra explains the next attempt which is the second was 11,000 of your years ago these are approximations as we're not totally able to process your time space space time continuum measurement system this was in what you call Egypt, and of this we've also spoken. The same beings which came with us returned approximately 3,500 years later. So that's 7,500 years ago. So that's, I'll do, the, I'll, I'll do the dating later. So same beings which came with us returned approximately 3,500 years later, meaning 7,500 years ago, in order to, to attempt to aid the South American mind-body-spirit complex Social complex once again. However, the pyramids of those so-called cities were not to be used in the appropriate fashion. <laughs> they were not used in the appropriate fashion. Therefore, this was not pursued further. There was a landing approximately 3,000 years ago in South America, as you call it. There were a few attempts to age your peoples approximately 2,300 years ago in Egypt also. The remaining part of the cycle, we've never been gone from your fifth dimension and I've been working in this last minor cycle to prepare for harvest. So it made me wonder if uh, 
the founder of the uh, musical group Fifth Dimension had read the raw material before he named his group. I'd have to look at the dating and when he or she started that group and named it and had they, <laughs> did he have any spiritual inclinations? I think they did because um, they did a number of songs that were quite uplifting. So, okay, we've got uh, BP and BC, before present, before Christ. Before present is before now. Uh, before common era <laughs> is BC or BCE, which also is the BC. Uh, AD is CE, meaning common era, meaning how many uh, after Yeshua. So 11,000 before the present, being 9,000 BC or BCE equals uh, the first attempt. So nine, uh, 11,000 years ago or 9,000 BC. I'll use the BC AD just because it's more familiar. So 11,000 years ago, 9,000 BP, Ra comes to Egypt. 3,500 years later, uh, 7500 BP or 5500 BC now we're getting close 5500 BC South America uh, pyramids uh, and so-called cities the, the jungle you know the Mesoamerican or uh, all that that started I think with the Olmec and the others 5500 BC not that long ago Things were just starting up in northern India, the Aryans and all that, Harappa, Mohenjo-Daro and Harappa, around that also 5000 BC. Okay, um, that wasn't pursued further because that too was like giving water to the snake, turning it to poison. Then... Uh, there was a landing 3,000 years ago in South America, meaning 1,000 BC. Uh, anybody who knows history of, of South America, 1,000 BC, will know. I don't know. <laughs> I haven't. I, I'm not of the group that went to South America, so I'm of the other. And uh, 1,000 BC South America. Well, who was that? Was that Mayan? Was that later? Was that Olmec? I don't know. I, I don't know all everything about this so but that's interesting I'm the Mayan you know what was happening a thousand BC well uh, the historical record says one thing and then we can put that in with the raw material and see if there are indications of higher dimensional teaching in some of the public historical records of a thousand BC South America but that's not my that's not my uh, department. Then, also again in Egypt 2300 years ago, which is 300 BC, which is what? Greek philosophy? Maybe that's where they were talking about it, uh, but we'll have to get into that later. This one is Egypt. Meanwhile, then they stay, or, or after that, they didn't go and they stayed in the fifth dimension. 
Okay, 14.5, continuing. Don asks, was the Egyptian visit of 11,000 years ago the only one where you actually walked the earth? Ra said, I understand your question distorted in the direction of cells rather than other cells. Yes, you cells, not some other cells. We of the sound, vibratory sound complex, Ra, have walked among you only at that time. That hammering is new for today. So, <laughs> that's how it goes. So, they only came at that time. Uh, you, you can see how difficult it was for me and Lawrence to put this together, particularly for me, because uh, I work from just 106 sessions and five physical books. And, yeah, so Ra walked only at that time. Meanwhile, uh, though the next question is successive, 14.6, to that, it doesn't explain that walking among at 11,000 years ago because Don goes jump to the pyramids because he's trying to figure out so you built a pyramid and you came this time but you came another time but you walked some time and you didn't walk another time and you did something then but you didn't do that other time but you've been here uh, trying to catch this figure it out all out on the fly was very difficult so his next question 14.6 I understood you to say in an earlier session that pyramids were built to ring the earth how many pyramids were built uh, there are six, Ross said, there are six balancing pyramids and 52 others built for additional healing and initiatory work among your mind, body, spirit, social complexes. So, six balancing and 52 others. Uh, I wouldn't assume that a place like um, Angkor Wat, Cambodia, would not be considered a balancing pyramid. It may not be, it may be irrelevant to this, but when they say pyramid, they also may mean pyramid complex or temple complex. So you might want to, if you're interested in that kind of thing, <laughs> um, think about 6 and 52, where 52 may be called a stupa in, in, uh, in southern China. You know, There are 1,000-year-old stupas that are six stories high in southern China, that may actually be called a pyramid here. So you can see it's a pretty big gap between sixth density uh, thinking or Ra's understanding and use of words in our own. That makes it harder also. But I think that's one of the indications that this is for real contact in distinction to most all other channelings, which I think are basically simply a uh, re- uh, a um, reorganization um, of what the channeler, him or herself, already knows and has studied, believes, thinks is important from various sources, meaning a rehashing of the learning of the channeler himself or herself, many, many are women, actually. So, uh, you know... It's it's just true. If you want to correct yourself, you have to acknowledge when you're self-deceiving or when you're mistaken. But there, are, I think there, I think the majority of channels in the world today are simply rehashing what they've already learned and studied what they think is important, and they're saying uh, they're putting it in 
the same kind of language as others. Oh, dear ones, we're so happy to be with you. You are beloved. We love you, love you. Uh, because it's uh, done by the channeler trying to pr prepare themselves to say, to put themselves in the mood of I'm channeling now and to make everybody think I'm channeling now, to make themselves think I'm channeling now, actually. So, okay. Then, next section, top of page 49, 10,821 BP, Atlantis Falls, part 1. And, um, again, this is 8,088-21 B.C. Not that long ago. And actually, all this talk of uh, Garden of Eden uh, flood 6,000 years ago, or what happened? What, the Garden of Eden came after the flood? I guess, right? Noah and all that? I mean, the Garden of Eden was the start of it all. Okay. Then later you have Noah and you have the flood... But the start of it all was 6,000 years ago, according to Christian cosmogenesis. Then, um, within the last 6,000 years, there was a flood as well. <laughs> Is that what they're thinking? Is that the Christian cosmology? So somewhere between 6,000, 0 point, 6,000 years ago, the 0 point, and now there was a flood or several floods? I don't know. But... Uh, I would think that the biblical description of the Garden of Eden was probably a post was probably a depiction of post-Atlantean conditions. Uh, uh, anyway, it, that's a whole other matter. So Ra continues ten fifteen uh, about the fall of Atlantis, approximately eleven thousand of your years ago. The first of the what you call wars caused approximately 40% of the population to leave the density by means of disintegration of the body. The second and most devastating of the conflicts occurred approximately 10,821 years ago in the past. According to your illusion, this created an earth-changing configuration and the large part of Atlantis was no more, having been inundated. <clears throat> Three of the positively oriented of the Atlantean groups left this geographical locus before that devastation, placing themselves in the mountain areas of what you call Tibet, what you call Peru, and what you call Turkey. 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 So, Tibet, Peru, Turkey, um, all, I mean, you know, Noah's, Noah's Ark is Turkey. The clearly obvious connections in culture between Peru and Tibet, very obvious. In fact, there was some delegation a number of years ago from Tibet into Peru uh, to basically probably reconnect some of their secret documents or secret artifacts to indicate the fact, that to, to strengthen the alliance between the shamans, the adepts of Tibet and Peru. Uh, who certainly would know that they are both post-Atlantean and they were assisted by the Confederation, those groups, to go to those places. And yet, you know, people in Peru say, I'm Peruvian, I'm from this tribe. I'm Tibetan, say, I'm the tribe, I'm Galug, I'm Sakya, I'm Karma, Kamba, Karma Kagyu. Uh, rather than I'm human on Earth and we all went together through a disaster 
and now we're humans on Earth trying to make things better for ourselves. <laughs> nope. Uh, yellow ray, third ray blockage is basically group identification, meaning I identified the group. I am Jewish. I, I, my family is Jewish, so I can say that without some people screaming, but some people scream anyway. I am Jewish. I am a man. I'm a boy. I'm a guy. I'm straight. I'm blah, 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 blah. And uh, he's Peruvian, and she's t Tibetan, and uh, they're Toriki. And this is the beginning of the end. This is the Tower of Babel. I think it was understood that this entire cycle would be a one big Tower of Babel. Of <clears throat> the age of nations, the age of languages, and this whole cycle was not intended to go come anywhere near heaven on earth. It was simply intended to improve the sorting of souls uh, by intensive, uh, you know, mixed polarity interplay, positive, negative, uh, so that these souls would be stimulated, positive and negative both, and the disoriented or the non-oriented, to get a little bit more juice for their future incarnations to make another go at harvestability. So, in any case, uh, 11,000 years ago, or 9,000 BC, it begins, the wars killed 40%. 40%. So, <clears throat> this is, um, you know, another half major cycle time ahead. So, uh, 25,000 years or so as the major cycle, uh, half is 12,500, around that is what we're talking about here, the fall of Atlantis, about half a cycle away. Uh, so, 11,000 years ago, their wars begin and 40% of the population kill, is dead. Then, of course, because they haven't learned, uh, they're still negative. The leadership is still negative, so what do you expect? They're, they're learning. Yeah, yeah, the negatives are learning to become more negative. <laughs> I don't know if the Confederation figured that out or earlier, that the negatives here are learning to be negative. They're learning better and better, more and more, how to be more and more effective in negative, right? <laughs> That's what they're learning. Uh, what are you learning? <laughs> how to be not naive? Uh -huh. So I'm sorry, it's a bit scathing, but somebody didn't get the news. Somebody didn't read, you know, somebody didn't read the, the, the briefing. And I'm surprised. So you see in the Adjustment Bureau, um, they brought in ever uh, heavier hitters to rectify the situation. Until the heaviest hitter was uh, overruled by, um, you know, the outlier and the chairman. So, okay, just uh, so long as the chairman can figure out what's going on here, or, I don't know, there's something that doesn't make sense. <laughs> the naive confederation, and um, the intensity of suffering, the arrangement of, it seems like a no-win arrangement. Now, is that 2020 hindsight? Damn right it is. <laughs> would this not have been known a mere 20,000 years ago? Was, could this, was this unknowable? 
15,000 years ago? No. So why wasn't it known? I don't know. Why wasn't it known that it's an unwinnable, that, that fine, okay, the chairman puts the logos, puts together uh, souls that are completely incompatible because they somehow can't evolve um, right now or they're optimally evolving right now um, in their series of incarnations by being placed together. All right? So you've got soul groups that are completely incompatible, yet they're um, unified in their, I their inability to get to fourth density, positive and negative. Yet some are directly under the guidance of Orion, and others can hardly call for help. Mm -hmm. So the positive and the un non-oriented here are completely overmatched by the negatives because the negatives are backed by Orion every step of the way, as they have been on other planets before. This is not the first rodeo. The negatives here were negatives on Maldek and Mars, backed by Orion then too, backed by Orion here now too. <laughs> Sorry, was that not known 15,000 years ago? How can I know this now and they not know it 15,000 years ago? What were you doing? 15,000 years ago. How can I know this and you not know this when you're in sixth density and I'm a, uh, <laughs> a bozo on the bus? I'm just here, you know, trying to figure things out <laughs> with all my own, you know, distortions and inabilities. So, I don't know. Uh, only the chairman knows the plan. So, rather than, of course, do, you know, the negatives will negative, right? Haters will hate. So the negatives um, got back on, back on the horse and worked on the other 60% of the population so that uh, they wiped out the rest of them uh, 180 years later. So 180 years later, 11,000 down to 10,821. Um, created an earth-changing configuration. A large part of Atlantis was no more having been inundated. By what technology, may I ask? <laughs> Crystal-powered Bellcraft or crystal power, pyramid power? I don't know. It was surely technology transfers. Okay, 9600 PP, Atlantis falls for good. This whole planet, this whole cycle will fall for good. Once it falls, good will come. Atlantis falls for good, 24-4. Uh, this is all. This is a great question and answer here. Don asks, The way I intend to continue with the book is to follow through, uh, follow on through the last 25,000-year cycle that we're in now and possibly investigate a little of fourth density conditions and thereby find many places that we can go back and delve further into the Law of One. The first material I expect to be not too deep with respect to the Law of One He's sort of apologizing in advance. I hope to get into greater philosophical areas of the Law of One in more advanced sessions so as to make the material progress progress so that it will be understandable. I hope I'm following the right direction in this. In the last session, you mentioned that during the last 25,000-year cycle, the Atlanteans, Egyptians, and those in South America were contacted, and then the Confederation departed. I understand the Confederation did not come back for some time, can you tell me of the reasons and consequences and attitudes with respect to the next contact with those here on planet Earth? What next contact, I'm not sure, but 
um, it's a very deep question. So he's really saying, um, just, just also note, when he said, I'm following the right direction, Ra would probably say the right direction is whatever direction you determine to be best. And so then the question is, what's the best direction? The best direction is the direction that I can determine to be best by way of careful analysis and um, intuition and a sense of weighing um, likely outcome. So what's right, the right direction is the best. The best we don't know, but we can approximate. And so then we got to look in. So, okay. Um, everybody was contacted and the Confederation left because the Confederation was uh, really um, unprepared to do wise service. <laughs> Ra replied, in the case of the Atlanteans, enlargements upon the information given resulted in those activities distorted toward bellicosity, which resulted in the final Atlantean, final second Atlantean catastrophe 10,821 years ago, as you measure time. Many, many were displaced due to the societal actions both upon Atlantis and upon those areas of what you'd call North African deserts, to which some Atlanteans had gone after the first conflict. Earth changes continued due to these, what you'd call nuclear bombs and other crystal weapons, sinking the great land masses approximately 9,600 of your years ago. So three dates, I'll... I'll 11,000, 10,821, 9,600. They go on. In the Egyptian and South American experiments, oh yeah, they are experiments, results, though not as widely devastated, devastating, were as far from the original intention of the Confederation. It was clear to not only us, but also to the Council and the Guardians that our methods were not appropriate for this particular sphere. Our attitude thus was one of caution, observation, and continuing attempts to creatively discover methods whereby contact from our entities could be of service with the least distortion and above all, with the least, above all, with the least possibility of becoming perversions or antitheses of our intentions in sharing information. So, what they did became perversions and antitheses. You think that, I mean... Was there anything that Nityananda and Gautama did that became antithetical perversions, whose consequences were antithetical perversions of their service? I don't think so. But you, you see, interdimensional contact is very hot because higher dimensional beings uh, basically are living in, in akin to in our future. I don't, I mean, it's all, all is now, so I don't say, they are our future coming back to us. But, I mean, to me, that's so goofy. There are future selves coming back to us. How about they are an ancient civilization, they're an older race in a higher dimension that's been doing it much longer and, and have the development akin to what humanity would have in its future. Is that too hard for people? So, because also the people here, I mean, you see it all over the place. I see it. They love exciting and sensational. Whether it's true or valuable doesn't matter. So long as it's exciting and sensational, it's, it's worth it. <laughs> uh, value, uh, exciting is valuable. Sensational and amazing is, is, is valuable. Getting people to follow me is valuable. Getting people to pay attention in, to, to the self is, is valuable. 
more and more and more. It's just the negative, you know, negative aggrandizement, actually. So, I don't think about, you know, you can talk about ancient astronauts, but I wouldn't want to talk about visitors from our future. Maybe John Titer is, but this is a different thing. Higher dimensional groups may well bring technologies and perspectives that are centuries ahead of what, where any human being is thinking or capable now. And that's how the negatives on planet Earth have become so uh, sovereign or have been able to subjugate so effectively positive and non-oriented souls and stymie soul evolution for many. I don't think about prison planet, archon walls and all this. Somebody asked me about this. You know, Weibu Sayada achieved complete and perfect enlightenment in the 20th century. Uh, no prison planet, archonic energy fencing uh, prevented that. Same with Nichinanda. He didn't have a problem. His senior students, if there were any, didn't have a problem. And, you know, there were more than a few great adepts in the 20th century. And they made great effort and they made great attainment. And that's why they're, I would say it's a great adept. So, uh, I don't believe, I believe the whole discussion of archonic, you know, metaphysical fencing that what? Keeps souls to reincarnate on planet Earth? Or prevents them from making contact with higher self? I don't think those are real. I think that that's actually... Um, Orion philosophy, Orion disinformation um, with the intention to disempower the, the folks that believe it. Definitely negatives are doing a hell of a lot, but in terms of um, completely sealed off the possibility of Harvest of 4D or you know, soul evolution that, that you know, doesn't involve coming back to planet Earth, Absolutely not. They're not high, as high as higher self. Higher self trumps the negatives any day. But it won't. <laughs> and that's the chairman's plan. So, uh, the higher self is careful not to infringe, and that means not interfere with negatives while they're negativing, neg negging. And so, it's very, it's all about what, what is logoically permissible. Everything that is occurring is logically permissible. It's not pleasant. And so Atlantis goes down, first they knock out 40%, and 180 years later they kill the remaining 60%, or so. That was uh, observed by the Confederation. Now, this planet is an outlier, without a doubt. But... Um, a whole hell of a lot of suffering and destruction is allowed to occur. All right. So then, all right, um, all these different cycle, all these different interventions, they just kept coming and finding less and less that they were capable of doing that wouldn't go to perversion or antithesis and make grievous consequences. So what happened? Well, uh, uh, first, the wars start, whether it's, you know, 40% uh, 
uh, 40% die 11,000 years ago, then the other 60% or so die 180 years later, after Atlantis inundates itself. Uh, I'm not sure. So we're talking about nuclear bombs, crystal weapons. There are, somebody told me years ago, J.J. Hertok, if he's still around, uh, did some research on finding, you know, evidence of nuclear war in North African deserts, like Libya, you know. Uh, Libya may be a metaphysically important place. So there was a lot of trouble there long ago, and uh, the same trouble is growing again. It's getting wearying, really. Um, <laughs> can't you just throw the tares into the fire? Nope, not yet. Or not quite <laughs> that way. So, um, you've got Atlantis, Egypt, and South America. The Atlantean experiment results were devastating. The Egyptian and South American experiments results were less devastating. You know, does 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 Nietzsche not do experiments? <laughs> does Gautama do experiments in service? Was the was Buddha Sasana an experiment in service? I don't think so. Now you can say that everything that occurs is researched subsequently for learning and and um, you know improvement of methods, right? The, the debriefing analysis of consequences to improve future modes of intervention with, with better consequences, hopefully. So what? Everything is done as an experiment? Well, maybe they shouldn't be doing experiments in third density. <laughs> uh, maybe, you're, maybe, maybe senior students should do very minimal helping of junior students until the senior student um, is given the, the seal of approval and, and leaves the octave? Mm -mm -mm. I mean, Orion is growing, <laughs> folks. Um, upstairs, they're getting smarter. Is the Confederation and the Council getting smarter? I don't know. Because <laughs> we're not just talking, you know, here we're not talking about your enlightenment. We're talking about your skill in, in the talent of a sage here. Not the attainment of the sage, the talent. It's very difficult. I, I don't have much talent, so I don't know how to deal with groups like this. But, but it seems that um, experiments shouldn't be run on third-density souls <laughs> by, by, by confederation groups that, that don't realize how ignorant they are, or naive. Naive is under the word for ignorant, you know. So... <laughs> yeah, I'm critical, but you know, is it reasonable or not? Uh, this 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 cycle will give much, is given much food for thought and recalibration upstairs. So, and you can see where they ended up with, where they ended up at, which is then this attitude of caution, observation continuing attempts to creatively discover methods whereby contact from our entities could be of service with the least distortion. Yeah. 
and above all, with the least possibility of becoming perversions or antitheses of our intentions and sharing information. This is why junior students and senior students should follow their teacher. <laughs> you know, you you don't get you don't get the imprimatur of the teacher of the master. Um, and I hope I'm not doing any harm. Frankly, I have distortions. Maybe I should shut up too. So, uh, but I don't. You know, this is not interdimensional, since I have a 3D body. <laughs> I have a little uh, credit on that. So, but technology transfers are deadly. <laughs> you know, you give you you just can't. It's basically monkeys with machine guns. You're an idiot if you give machine guns to monkeys. And if you don't know they're monkeys, then you're dumbo. You 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 really have a big, you know, blind spot. But unfortunately, nobody knows they have a blind spot until something smashes them and they realize that they didn't see something that that they should have that that led to their to the the debacle. So, blind spots are a real a real bitch. And it's really hard to work with blind spots, blind spots, or blind scots. Blind scots have blind spots. Everybody has blind spots, and it's very, very difficult to know because you're blind <laughs> to them. We don't see. We don't know what we don't see. We don't know that there's something we're not seeing until something happens and we realize, aha, uh -huh, this was in play all way, all the time, and I didn't see it, or it came into play and I didn't see it. So, that's a problem. And, um, you know, that's where I'm going to end for today. It's 57.40 timing. And we did only did three pages, but that's okay. Sorry, my mood is a little hard. Uh, but, you know, <laughs> I just compare the Confederation to Nityananda. And it makes me think that they should take a break from doing interdimensional service other than those temples of love, light, radiance. The temples of love, light, radiance of various groups that just send love, light. Maybe they should uh, go back to a desk job. <laughs> that That's a desk job or a temple job. Maybe better to be uh, doing that than... Um, trying to offer anything, anything that can be co-opted. Whatever can be co-opted will be co-opted. Got it? That's the law. So that's the principle in play. If it can be co-opted, it will be co-opted. And it's not that easy to co-opt. I don't think it can be co-opted. Uh, love, light, radiance um, in non-conceptual form. In any case, that'll be it for today. Next time we pick up page 50, the section starts 8500 BP, Ra attempts to aid in Egypt. Bear in mind that's 6500 BP or BC. And the last, the 9600, uh, the final sinking, was, was another 1200 years. <laughs> so first they wipe out the population 40%. Then they wipe out the remaining 60%, 180 years later. Then another 1,000, 1,200 years later, final sinkings occur. So it just shows you how incredibly devastating 
the uh, destruction was, uh, there hadn't been a final sinking, settling down uh, uh, of that war, of the Atlantean self-destruction, for, for a thousand years. <laughs> and then we have groups in Peru, Tibet, Turkey, and then um, Ra has further attempts and other things happen uh, anti, uh, anti-Diluvian, post-Diluvian, I guess that's anti. So, uh, and it's probably no coincidence, and it's probably a sad coincidence. It's a no coincidence, or it's a coincidence? It's a sad uh, synchrony that um, Egypt <laughs> and the Martian stragglers in the Middle East um, are at it again, and um, we'll see how far they can take it and how far they're allowed to take it. I would certainly say that for all the mistakes and shitty, poor intervention history of the Confederation, the Logos should cut this planet a, a break. The Logos, this planet, this civilization deserves grace because of the chairman employing workers that screwed up a lot, many times. I think a bit of a write-off would be suitable. A bit of grace for this beleaguered group, many of whom have no virtue at all, you know. <laughs> I mean, there are many schmucks at different low levels of the whole situation. People who are lying, cheating, stealing uh, at, at the lower levels of the social ladder, too. You know, here, there, and everywhere, in any country, any group, there are a lot of people. Do they deserve grace? Do they not deserve grace? Do they deserve uh, no grace? And, and uh, it just uh, comes out in a big bang? I don't know. But I would say somehow, some who, some, some who, <laughs> some of the who's here, deserve some grace because a whole lot of what's going on now and how bad it can get or is getting is the result of the Confederation <laughs> doing poor service, poorly prepared. And now it's going to be another world war. It's going to final, you know, it'll be what? Another 40%, 60%, 80% death of the collective? Maybe, maybe not. Uh, it's certainly in line with the history if it happens. So I just make a call that, that the Logos should cut this group a break, even if many of them don't deserve it, to uh, maybe make an early release from this because a whole bunch of what humanity is facing today is because of mistaken confederation intervention. Who pays? So that's it for me. Uh, I hope you're well. If all goes well, I'll be here next week. You'll be here next week. And uh, so this too shall pass. All things must pass. So take care. See you next time. And good night.